Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Ole Miss Athletics Foundation has launched Forever Ole Miss, a new planned giving society to recognize supporters who have included Ole Miss Athletics in their estate planning. One of the main benefits of Forever Ole Miss is the ability to designate priority points to loved ones upon the realization of a planned gift. For more information on Forever Ole Miss, please visit www.givetoathletics.com slash foreverolemiss. That's www.givetoathletics.com slash foreverolemiss. What's up, players? This is the talk of champions, franchise player. Always. False player. Forever. Welcome into Franchise Player, the latest edition of Franchise Player. I'm back from the mountains. Me and David Johnson of Inside the Rebels 247. I write for the Ole Miss Spirit on three. We have reunited two days before Christmas because Ole Miss recruiting stuff is happening. Not a lot of good right now, it seems, but stuff is happening. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. You know, that might be the perception today, but it might not be tomorrow. Um Again, you know, we knew this. We knew coming in, early signing day was going to come, but it was only kind of like going to be halftime, you know. Um, The Rebels are still working. Uh, Ben and I are still working. Usually, after early signing period, we can take a deep breath and go, ah, it's the dead period. I'm going to take the Christmas holidays off. Not so much this year because you've got some big names hanging out there in the portal. And any of those guys could essentially pop at any time, Ben. So, you know, I I know there's a vibe out there, not so good right now, but just, just give it a little time. Let's see what the end product is. That's hard to do, especially once Ra-Ra Thomas popped for Georgia yesterday. That was tough. Yeah. I actually thought Ra-Ra was going to Auburn. I was kind of surprised there, but uh, yeah, he ended up being a bulldog. The, the, The main point is, He's not a rebel. And, um, yeah, that did kind of disappoint, if you will. But uh, Chris Marshall still hanging out there. Um, It's apparently between Ole Miss and TCU. Um, You know, and you you think on the surface, at least as an Ole Miss fan, what's between Ole Miss and a team in the Big 12? I mean, come on. What's he going to do? He's going to go to Ole Miss. TCU's in the national playoffs. TCU is a nationally relevant program. TCU, they have a lot of money. Um, And money, it's okay to talk about money now, right? Because of the NIL and everything. Um, You know, there's a possibility Ole Miss could lose Chris Marshall. Maybe they get him. I think this would be the best fit for him. But, um, you know, that's in play. Adari Halsey, the safety from New Mexico, That was a freshman All-American this year. He's still in play, Ben. And I think both of those guys, the reason I bring them up, is that I think both of those guys are on the verge of doing something right now. Halsey appears to be down to Ole Miss in Houston, okay? 
Now, his dad is from Clarksdale, Mississippi. He grew up in Texas. Uh, Houston's another one of those programs where you go, Ole Miss in Houston, that's an easy choice. It would be for me, would be for you. But again, NIL is in play here. We, we, we just don't know what Ole Miss is willing to offer, what Houston is offering, and, and that's a factor for everybody in everything from this point forward. I think the biggest thing for Ole Miss fans right now is this the season to be excited and to be happy and to be merry and a couple of bad shots on National Signing Day with Marcel Reed sticking with Texas A&M and then Neo Avery flipping to Maryland from Ole Miss. Yep. Which surprised to me, maybe not to you. Um, and then Ra Ra Thomas happening. They they almost fans just need something good and nothing nope. good's happened. And I don't think Lane Kiffin really helped matters either right? in his press conference on Wednesday. No, no, he was distracted. He had practice going on. Uh, he, he look, he called it like it was, you know, hey, I'm in here talking to you guys about a class that's very incomplete right now. And you know, I, I don't fault Lane for that. That's just what he said and what he did. But, um, you know, and I, I'll tell you what else has dampened our spirits a little bit, if you will. That freaking loss to North Alabama on the basketball court. Oh, God. oh, my God. You want to talk about a gut kick. You want to talk about somebody sticking a pin in, a, in the balloon right then and there. If you were not already uh, convinced that this was going to be a long basketball season. That did it. You don't lose to North Alabama on your home court, a team that ever only a few years ago was playing in division two in the Gulf South conference against Delta state. Um, you lose to them on your home court. You don't lose, you don't lose that game and expect to contend in the sec. Um, bottom, bottom I like line permit everybody coming in knew that he had to have a, a good year. And right now, I mean, it's in the gutter. Well, well he in North Alabama. It's, it's gutter time. No, it, it's in the gutter. Um, I, I, I'm not harboring any illusions about that. Um, he doesn't have the long track record that Mike Bianco had to say, well, you know, let's wait this out, see what happens. Maybe they can turn it around. He doesn't have that record here. And, um, you know, if you can't beat North Alabama, you're not going to beat Tennessee. You're not going to beat Mississippi State, Arkansas, or anybody else. I mean, you know, will there be an upset or two? Kermit's teams normally upset somebody along the way. Yeah. They're not going to the big dance. Yeah, unless they go to the NCAA tournament. The end result, we kind of know what it is. The problem with Ole Miss basketball is when you lose early – Ole Miss fans aren't really tuned in right now. They just want to check the score and see if you beat North Alabama. When you don't, holy cow. I mean, it feels like this season's over today, and it's not. They could turn things around. There's just no evidence of the last four years to show that they will. I, I want to ask you a question. All right, <clears throat> we play Tennessee in the pavilion, right smack dab in the middle of the holidays, December 28th. It's a 4 o'clock tip, I believe. Oh, uh, No one will be there. Okay, that was my question. Who's going to be there? Nobody. Nobody. But the biggest concern for me right now, honestly, because we kind of know what the deal is with basketball, is where Lane Kiffin and company go, to be frank, because that's what happens uh, for basketball, especially at Ole Miss. Um, if SEC play isn't happening, 
Did they win? If they didn't, why didn't they win? And oh my God, whatever. Tell me about football recruiting. That's the danger you run. I mean, apathy is the biggest problem with the program. And this is less apathetic. People just don't care about Ole Miss basketball right now. And that's a problem. Yeah, that's that's true. And I mean, you know, There's, I mean, it's barely a ripple when they do anything. Well, well, here's the deal. And I and, and again, I like Kermit Davis. I know your feelings on Kermit. You like him too. He's oh, a great I love player. Kermit. It's not personal. Like this is that. business, man. We got to call it what it is. And this is not good. This is bad. Yeah. yeah, it's not good. And Kermit is is not the personality type that is going to build any excitement, any faux excitement around this program, like a Lane Kiffin. I, I mean, you know, Lane is socially charged, okay? I mean, he's he's going to always get attention. Kermit is Matt Luke, if you will, in a lot of ways, personality, demeanor, all that. Nothing wrong with that. No, I like him he's, he's, he's better socially than Matt is. Okay, okay. Well, you give him that then. I but that. I will say, yeah, Matt's a little awkward, but uh, in social situations. But any, anyhow, in press conferences and stuff like that. But literally uh, everywhere. Is that what you're yeah, saying? everywhere, pretty much. But I like Matt. I uh, but but anyway, yeah. I, I mean, it's time to you got to push the reset button. And and I go back to the comment Kermit made before the basketball season even started. He said, I feel no pressure. All I can say is good for you, man. Good for you. Because he, he, that, that's just putting on a brave face. He knows exactly what the deal is. He knows. He's not doing Well, that's not being honest. That's not being honest about it. He should have looked at that reporter and said, hell yeah, I feel pressure. Wouldn't you? Of course. Yeah, the coach is going to do that, especially I've old, got this old school. Brand new, beautiful building to play basketball in. I, I, I mean, I, I, yeah, I've told you I've recruited this great class, right? Yeah, I feel pressure to win this year. But no, he didn't say that. Well, that's, that's an old school right. thing. That's always putting on a brave face for everybody. Yeah, well, you go, man. And, and lost in the shuffle of all of our malaise, if you will, the Rebels play a bowl game six days from now. Oh, Actually, yeah, they play in the Texas five, Bowl. Five days from now. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, this is, is not where I expected it. things to be on December 23rd, 2022, especially when Sole Miss was what, seven and one, seven and oh, seven and oh. TCU went on and just had the year um, that Ole Miss was shooting for. And now they're deep off for Chris Marshall and they're playing something meaningful. And Ole Miss, with all this excitement, goes eight and four, doesn't go to a New Year's six, doesn't go to the playoff. Goes to the Texas Bowl, gets Texas Tech, who they play seemingly every bowl season. And Lane Kiffin signs far and away the smallest class in the SEC on Wednesday. And I, I know that they can say it's by design, but 12, David, 12. Yeah, and, and you know. And then rah-rah pops for Georgia. And he, and he also said, basically, we're going to be recruiting some backups from the portal. I mean, I, okay, okay. Uh, I I still have faith in him and in what they did last year. I know what they can do. Um, obviously, the portal is more enticing to more blue-blooded programs this year. 
Okay, so that translates into there being a lot more competition out there. And not only competition from, hey, look at our shiny stuff. It's money. Okay, it's money. And um, not that Ole Miss can't outbid anybody. I think they did for Kedrick Riscano. I think they, they outbid Michigan State for him. But um, it, it's going to be interesting between now and what, January, what, 18th or so? It's going to be fun. They just need something good to pop and significant to pop. Well, you look at what they signed on Wednesday, and there was good in there. Number one, Suntarine Perkins, okay? And some people are going to disagree with me when I say this, and that's fine. Coming out of high school at his position, which is going to be linebacker, he is better than A.J. Brown or D.K. Metcalf in terms of kids from the state of Mississippi. Perkins has a higher ceiling than either one of those guys, and both of those guys have broken through their ceilings. They're sky high. That's how excited I am about Suntarine Perkins. <clears throat> Aiden Williams. Ben, this kid's got sweet hands, the big body, fast. He could be a difference maker. I, I, I think Aiden could play next year as a true freshman. He needs and then we, at this rate, he needs to, David. Like they kind of have oh, to. Yeah. Have to do that. Yeah, not not only him, but 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 Honeycomb Lee. He needs to play next year. I mean, you know, I wonder why some of these receivers, and some of them have, but I wonder why a couple of them still haven't hit the transfer portal. I I really do. Uh, but you're you're exactly right. But there are good things in that class. I mean, Bryson Sanders, good thing. Uh, you're going to have to wait a little while before you see Bryson Sanders. Uh, he's going to be a lot like, I think, Preston Cushman. Uh, when he's a, a redshirt freshman, you're going to go, wow. Um, so the return's not immediate there, mainly because of the position he plays. But there were good things in that class. There were things to – Raise a glass and toast. A hundred percent. Suntrain Perkins is awesome. And that's the kid that they usually don't get. Just historically, yes. typically don't get at a position that they've had very little success, especially uh, recently. The Kobe oh, Day is a good example of that. Uh, Aiden Williams. Yeah, well, ever. The, whole time, the whole time I've been here. Ever. We've, yeah. we, we've recruited these top linebackers and we're in the running. We're in the last two and they always pick the other one. Uh, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off, but but it's forever been that way at linebacker. And Sunterine getting him is a huge coup. It, the problem is that you know what the needs are, and after all the pub public flirtation with Auburn, Auburn with Lane Kiffin, whether you believe it or not, the perception just isn't good. I mean, you had all this excitement at 7-0, and and it's been just string of gut punch and gut punch. Not gut punch. I mean, that's a little excessive. I'd say just – bummers over and over and over again and that's why they need something good to happen and as good as Suntory and Aiden Williams are when they're headlining a class of just 12 guys and then the second lowest class was maybe Vanderbilt at 17 that's that's a concern because you can say it's a strategy but the fact remains is we have to 
judge Lane Kiffin's results both in recruiting and on the field differently now because he's getting paid to be considered differently now. Well, well, if, now. you know, we, we say 12 guys and true, that's what they signed out of high school, but you've got the three portal guys. So that's 15, but it's not enough. I mean, I mean, if this staff had its way right now, they would have probably 20 to 22 guys already committed. If everything had broken their way, I truly believe that. 2022 was an outstanding year for Ole Miss athletics, punctuated by the baseball team winning the College World Series. As the calendar year comes to an end, please consider supporting Ole Miss athletics with your year-end giving to help them sustain their incredible momentum. For more information on ways to give to Ole Miss athletics, visit their websites at www.givetoathletics.com or www.championsnowolemiss.com. That's www.givetoathletics.com or www.championsnowolemiss.com or call their office at 662-915-7159. That's the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation, one of the many proud sponsors of Talk of Champions. The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When's the last time you thought about retirement? What about saving for your kid's college? In these crazy economic times, working with a professional 
is of the utmost importance, and that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group, and he wants to help you make the right decisions for your financial future. So give him a call today at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. And tell him that Ben sent you for a no-cost consultation and get started toward financial independence today with Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group. It would have been small. It would have been smaller. It wouldn't have been 12. I think max they were going to do as far as high school prospects, 15. Yeah, 15. And they would have, they would have already had seven portal guys. I think if they had gotten everybody they wanted, Paris Shan committed to LSU over Ole Miss. Um, That's a huge um, loss. They need an edge. Andre Carter goes to Indiana. Come on. (sighs) Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. And then the Temple transfer, they didn't even bring in for a visit when when we thought they were going to, when they planned to, and now he's at Virginia Tech. The question is the strategy. Where where are they going? What are you doing? Because, like I said, Lane Kiffin created this. He has to be judged this way. He's making Ryan Day money. Ohio State's number five in the country in team rankings, according to Own Three, with 20 commits, 18 four-stars, and then all the way down to 27 is Ole Miss. 12. 12. (laughs) <laughs> 12 seven four stars no five stars and it would be different if the quote portal king was getting it done in the portal but right now it's just not happening so here's what i'm asking you in the in the spirit of christmas and giving and happiness because this is too doom and gloom all right yeah what do you feel good about okay here's one i feel i feel good about adari halsey and, and and i'm gonna tell you why that's important this morning A.J. Finley announced yesterday he was going to play in the East-West Shrine game. That means A.J. Finley declared for the NFL draft. He could have come back. He had the COVID year. He could have come back. He's going pro. And um, you, you, you need a safety back there that can captain that secondary. I'm not sure Halsey is the guy. I think he is. But, you know, he's played football in New Mexico for one year, freshman All-American. Does it translate to the SEC? I think it could, and I think he's important. The other guy I think is is important that I'm not so big on on Ole Miss being able to get is Chris Marshall, as you brought up earlier. Um, I mean, he answers all your wide receiver issues immediately. I mean, you've got a a dude there at that position. But – you're playing against Sonny Dykes and TCU in this portal pool. And uh, TCU is nothing to scoff at. They're in the college football playoffs. So um, we'll see what Marshall does. I think Halsey picks Houston, uh, picks Ole Miss over Houston. If he doesn't, then I'm going to be right there with you with Houston. There's a problem here. Um, and, and, you know, part of it, I think, is – and I hate to say it because I don't know it, but being part of it is NIL. Some of these schools are much more loaded than what we thought they were. Yeah, but Andre Carter to Indiana? Some of these schools are much more loaded than what we thought they were. I I truly believe that. I think one thing that's interesting, too, is that Chris Partridge is just ghost right now. 
And then Neo Avery, one of his guys, flips from Ole Miss to Maryland after flipping him or getting him from Maryland to begin are, with. Are you are you foreshadowing? Well, I'm. I'd heard that there's going to be a shakeup of the defensive staff yeah. after the bowl, and now I'm just believing it. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of get you. Um, I haven't officially said anything about any of that, but yeah, of course you're hearing the same stuff. We're all hearing the same stuff. Um, and, and actions tend to lead you to believe that. So that's, that's know, why I'm asking, who do you feel good about? Like we know what the needs are wide receiver and edge are atop the needs and yet they still haven't added anyone in the portal. And that's what I'm kind of shocked by. Yeah. And, and, and then you go back, if you want more evidence, Neil Avery was from Maryland, um, up the Atlantic seaboard, if you will. And who's old Miss's ace recruiter in that part of the country, Chris Partridge. So, you know, you put two and two and two together and sometimes it equals six and sometimes it doesn't, but this looks like it could, I don't know. I just don't know who the, who the options are with Andre Carter off the board. Josh Harris is committed <laughs> from NC State, but he's more of a of a, a hybrid defensive tackle in like a Marcus yeah. Hillman. Braden yeah. Fisk is still out there, but everybody wants Braden Fisk. Everybody, and he's not coming to Ole Miss. They've got Jeremiah Jean-Baptiste coming in as a line. I'm, just, I'm looking at defensive line edge specifically in wide receiver. I felt good about Rara, and then he blew up in the portal, and I, I said this on this podcast multiple times. I feel less and less confident about that because – Ole Miss no. was the prohibitive favorite once he got in. But with the portal, look, look you just – there are things you cannot account for. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 we can't – we don't we, – we, we just don't know. We don't know how much Georgia paid Ra-Ra Thomas. And they got no, the transfer wide receiver from Missouri too. Georgia's just stocking up. And they had the number one class in the country. And I'm not saying Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin have to be Georgia. They can't be. Yeah. Not being you know like that, they couldn't be you know 11th. And, and you, know one goes, of them? you know who goes to Athens on week two next year? Yeah. They're yeah. Ole Miss Rebels. No, week two. Oh, who goes week two? The Ball State Cardinals. Oh, <laughs> the yeah. fight Eli Johnsons. Yeah, how about that? I was thinking more of when Ole Miss goes to Georgia. Yeah, that's uh, later on in the year. Um, but think about it. You're making nine and a half million now. Ryan Day money, Lane Kiffin. And you and you wonder why some fans are not feeling a certain type of way today. And next year, after the finish you had at eight and four, the bloom is off the rose with the Auburn stuff, or maybe the honeymoon is over, whatever you want to call it. And next year you got to go to Alabama and Georgia. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And look, I you know, I have people ask me all the time, how do you think that next year is going to play out? Look, I I see seven and five, maybe even six and six. And that ain't gonna cut it. Not at no. this money. No, the honeymoon's over, and uh, you know, seven and five, and going to the Liberty Bowl next year. How's that going to make you feel? Not real good. No. Now that's where things stand now. Now, you know, I hear rumors. I mean, I hear all kind of crazy rumors. I mean, one is that Ole Miss is kicking the tires and spitting a little bit of some noise at a at a multi year Power Five starter at quarterback. Spencer Sanders. That, exactly. Yeah. Right. From Oklahoma State. 
That's what I'm asking. What is the strategy? I don't see it. I, I, I mean, what do you do? You, you bring Sanders in, and all of a sudden, you got a quarterback battle again. And maybe that's what they want. I don't know. But if Sanders comes here, who's thrown for umpteen thousand yards, 67 touchdowns in his college career, has been leading Oklahoma State for four years, I mean, that dude ain't coming in here to toe the clipboard. And I've seen it a lot on Twitter in my mentions. Uh, I'll post a story or whatever, and the response will be something to the effect of, I don't know the answer to that, but I trust Lane Kiffin. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Here's the problem with that, though. All right? He's asking us to judge and trust him differently. He went eight and four. He got all that money. It's not like he finished seven and zero and turned it into TCU and went to the playoff. They went eight and four. Right. They lost their last three games. They only signed twelve. They've missed on their biggest portal target so far. Yeah, and that that contract was offered when Ole Miss was eight and two. And if with that kind of money, a coach that finished eight and four having that offer at eight and two should have taken it right then and there and ended everything. Everything. And I think a lot of the recruiting stuff would have been helped by that. And then you look at Hugh Freeze at Auburn, say what you will about Freeze, but they had they went from what the seventies to sixteenth. Yeah, Freeze Freeze can recruit. We all know that Freeze can coach. I mean, yeah. my, my look, point is is Lane, you're making three million more than him. You're in year four now at Ole Miss. The expectation is different. You're getting paid among the very best in the country. So you have to be judged in that way. And this these results just aren't enough. They aren't, they aren't adequate, especially when Ole Miss fans responded like they did and raised all that money for NIL, $10 million or whatever. They want to, they want to see a return on their investment, and they're not getting that. They're just not. Well, I, I can't argue. I mean – you know, what What Lane needs to do is put a pair of overalls on and go down to Roanoke with a banjo and play Dixie out on the front porch and let everybody know he's here to stay. Um, you know, I mean. Please that, don't play that, Dixie. Don't, why, why, why did, why did Dixie whatever. Play? I mean, play uh, play the theme to Andy Griffith show. I don't care. That just sounds like deliverance. What are we doing here? <laughs> okay. Oh, you get what I'm saying? Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> He needs to fully ingrain himself into everything Ole Miss right now. Everything. Everything. There needs to be nobody concerned next year if USC or Texas or Texas A&M or whoever needs a football coach and Lane Kiffin's name's mentioned, Ole Miss fans need to be able to just laugh and go, no, not happening. Move on. They need need some peace of mind and they need some, uh, some good results. Because, man, Lane Kiffin had it all, had it, had everything, had just the entire fan base almost eating out of his hand for three years. And now there are real questions. I, I want to see some results, especially in the transfer portal. Trey Harris is out there from Louisiana Tech. Um, I've heard a lot of good things Ole Miss-wise for Trey Harris, but here's the problem with that. I heard the same kind of positive things, overwhelmingly positive things early on with Ra-Ra Thomas and Chris Marshall, same thing. Neither one have happened. Rara's gone to Georgia. Chris Marshall, TCU's fighting for him. So even the information we're getting, it, it still feels as if, okay, prove it to me now, right? Show show me this time. Because you, you can say, yeah, we, we really like where we are with Trey Harris and Joshua Cobbs from Wyoming. 
get one. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I, Who are your I top agree. three wide receivers right now at Ole Miss? Dayton Wade, Jalen Robinson, <laughs> Aiden Williams. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Who are you throwing uh, to? And I mean, how can you put Jalen Robinson in there? Well, because I'm just, after, after he's kind of going the way of the Tyrone Pegram guy, who uh, I still don't know if he existed. Yeah, he did. He did. He played a quarterback at like Fayetteville State or some Division II school. This Western Kentucky, year. but yes. Yeah. No, no. Before, then oh. he came to Ole Miss, then he ended up at a D2 school. Oh, oh he played this year. Yeah, he did. He did. Oh. I've told you that on this podcast before. Yeah. He sure did. He, he somehow another found another year of eligibility. And he yeah, awesome. These but, edges, like they had so many edge targets in the portal, and I'm looking at the hot list, and they have just dwindled down to four. And I feel completely unconfident about Braden Fisk, Colin Mobley, Gilbert Edmond. I mean, I don't yeah, know. I don't. I don't even do a hot list. I, I, I just it, well. It changes too often. I yep. mean, so, you know, the way I look at it, I get up every day, do my notes, and whoever's hot that day, that's who I'm going to talk about. And if I'm not talking about you, you're not hot. So You're anyway. so not hot, according to David Johnson. Correct, correct. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I mean, I Fill get me it. with the Christmas spirit, David. Give me something to, to boost me as we head into the holiday days. It's almost baseball season. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I, I know, mean, I, but I don't want that. I'm talking about football recruiting. I don't want to talk basketball, baseball. Maybe give me some uh, Christmas. No, I, I just don't know because, you know, we hear these names and we hear things about these names and we talk about these names and what happens? They go to school somewhere else. So, you know, I could sit here and tell you, Ole Miss really likes their chances with Chris Marshall or Adari Halsey or Colin Mobley or a number of guys. But the same thing is being said at, you know, Texas or Alabama or Georgia. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's much more difficult to do recruiting, cover recruiting now than it ever has been. Because the bankers at all these schools, they don't necessarily call us and tell us, well, we know Ole Miss is offering 200000 but Georgia is going to do 400000 And if you don't think that's a factor, then I can't help you because it is a factor, period. It is a factor. And it may not be a factor for you if you had a kid because maybe you're financially well off. But let's be honest. We're talking about college football. Most of these kids do not come from well-off financial situations. Money is a factor. Money makes you feel good. Money shows you who wants you more. Right there on the table. There's no guessing. It's not about all about what coach you like or who's the best or who can do this or that for you. And that's that makes it hard, Ben. It makes it really hard. Do you expect any commitments, Ole Miss commitments, Christmas Eve or Christmas? Yeah, it's going to happen. Come on, man. If somebody can kick you and me in the teeth, they are. 
It's going to happen, man. What time's your Christmas uh, dinner set for? My Christmas dinner is Christmas night, and I just found out today, even though the roads are fine outside, that the new couch that we ordered well before Christmas, well before we left for the mountains, uh, will now not be coming in today, but will be coming in on the 26th. So I guess I'm pulling out tailgating chairs for my entire oh, family. So sorry. That's terrible. No, no, it's I'm not a- terrible. It's hilarious. What I'm saying is, man, I've been trying to get in the Christmas spirit for two weeks, man. <laughs> I, just, man. I need old, I, I keep getting these... Uh, Kicking the nuts. I need one kid to pop. I need like Braden Fisk to just swerve old missing sign. I'm older than you. So my expectations for Christmas, they've changed. And I had all three kids under the same roof last night and a bottle of Jack Daniels. And nice. Yeah. And there's not much left in it this morning. But to me, that was the best Christmas gift I could have gotten. And, uh, and they're, they're all going to be here again tonight and tomorrow and Sunday. And man, I'm just like a pig in the, uh, stinky stuff right now. Pretty happy. Good. Sorry about your couch. Sorry about that. But you'll, you'll get that perspective when your kids get older and they leave home. I promise you, you will. You won't be worried about no dead gum couch. Uh, I was more or less, um, I don't really care. I think it's great and funny and be like the most Mississippi Christmas ever. My wife's <laughs> the one that's disappointed when the wife's unhappy. Eesh. Everybody's unhappy. I yes. Guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, but, I don't, I don't feel like uh, I've been reassured in any way. So no, I, well, you know, it's Jesus's birthday. Happy birthday. And it's Christmas. And, and, <clears throat> you know, it ought to be a law that we can put all this down the fans can put it all down you and i can put it all down and focus on what's important this time of the year unfortunately the wise people at the ncaa haven't seen fit to do that yet idiots so uh, yeah but i'm gonna do it anyway okay i mean i gotta tell you if chris marshall wakes up christmas morning and commits Probably put something up at some point at some time that day, but it's not going to be one of my little girls getting Santa Claus. If Chris Marshall pops, I'm going to write six stories. I don't know if it's going to be on Christmas Day. It's not going to be on Christmas Day. But I'm going to write six Chris Marshall stories because, man, finally something good will have happened. And yet I don't feel confident about him right now either. No, I don't. I don't. I'm telling you, it's those purple frogs from TCU that scare me. Um, But, you know, there are thousands of guys in the portal. We're going to get somebody and we'll make, we'll shine them up and make them all look good. He's dead. That's, That's what we do, right? Yeah. At Rebels 247, rise for inside the Rebels 247. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. I write for the Old Miss Spirit on three. Merry Christmas, my friend. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Have a good holiday. Uh, check out both sites. If there's commitments happening, we'll be on top of it, even on Christmas morning. So uh, for David, I'm Ben. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. Hotty toddy and very Merry Christmas to all of Rebel Nation. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.